This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like, is it okay to dress skanky at the library? And, what conspiracy theories are okay to talk about on a first date? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. And welcome to the Fake Outrage Reports, where we decide for everyone in the pandemic quarantined world what their feelings should be. That's right. Uh, I am Sandeep Sen, and with me uh, virtually from All Lives Matter Country, as always, is Phil Causey. <laughs> Hello. Also one year older, the one year older Phil Causey. Phil. Yes. I, uh, happy birthday yesterday. Yes. September, well, today is September 5th. My birthday is September 4th. I am, uh, I was afraid I was going to be hung over today, but I actually... Uh, drank the correct amount of water before I went to bed, so I'm good to go. Uh, yeah, did you drink with your family? Is that what, a little what bit. happened? Yeah, my my folks drank wine. I did the kind of a super ghetto thing where I I don't know if this is ghetto, but you know how people drink white claws now. We don't have white claws. We, we didn't buy any. So what I did was I just took like a regular can of seltzer and I chugged some of the like regular seltzer out of it, and then I poured vodka just right back into the can. Nice. You know? So like a, like a poor man's uh, white claws. I drink a bunch no, of you know, those. It's, it's not ghetto at all. It's very progressive of you because you only use one. You didn't use other resources. Like you didn't take another yeah, no. you know, cup that you had to wash. You just used the very can. You know, uh, you're right. I'm saving, I'm saving trees and saving America you're and saving, saving the lives. planet. Yeah. That, you're, I'm saving the world by my alcoholic uh, drinking habit. Yeah, thank AOC you. would be very uh, approving of how you celebrated your birthday. Oh. Did you invite some friends over to the backyard? Anything like that? Uh, no, we're still doing the distancing thing. My folks are kind of old, so I don't I don't fuck around with that. Um, I just I you know I did the thing that everyone else has been doing, sitting at home, just getting texts from people and drinking, playing video games. You know, I, I don't know anybody who had a banger of a birthday party this year um, that didn't make the news and get shut down by the cops. So you know what it. it it was it was just like any other day, man. You know? Okay. Yeah, it's all good. Well, it's time to. Well, we we have to. We should introduce our guest, of course, Christiana yes. Jackson. Hey. Uh, yes. Happy belated, uh, Phil. Thank thank you. I did write on your wall. Also, yes. I don't think anyone in the hoods drinking seltzer and vodka. You are an innovator. Uh, well, I, I meant go yeah, in the sense of like it's low budget, see. not in the. Not no, the cultural. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> don't drink seltzer and water and, and vodka. That's a very common drink, isn't it? Vodka soda. Uh, maybe put some some Hennessy in there. Yeah, I, no, I feel like vodka seltzer was a drink that 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 was part of gentrification. Like white girls brought that to New York, you know, along with like avocado toast and kale and you know higher rents and all that. I, I feel like it's in that category. I don't know if I'm wrong in saying that, but I I think I'm right. I mean, combining vodka and soda. Doesn't seem exactly, uh, exactly like a white girl sub- suburban uh, monopoly on that. But, maybe it's just a yeah. Maybe it's just people I know. Oh, you know. What next time I see my neighbors drinking outside, I'll I'll suggest it and I'll ask. I'll be like, "Have you guys tried vodka and seltzer?" Yeah. And they'll be like, "We're drinking Hennessy." I'll be like, "All right." They're like, "Oh, you're dating those white guys again, aren't you?" That's you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! So we always take a minute to talk about our guest. What do you what do you have going on these days, creatively, uh, Christiana? Because we, you know, we we always talk about the things people are running or whatnot. But I feel like with the pandemic, there's a few people that are kind of doing like outdoor comedy shows, and other yeah. than that, it's just kind of no one's doing a whole lot. So what have you been up to lately? 
Um, I've been doing, uh, now we're in a mix of, you know, like outdoor shows. Yeah. And then still like indoor shows, which are from home. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't do anything. So basically like once quarantine started, people started asking me like, do you want to do a show on zoom? And I'm like, yeah, I'm alone. I'll do anything. (laughs) I I would do anything before and I'll do everything, especially now because I'm by myself. I need someone to talk to and I don't want to forget my jokes. So (laughs) what's been good is, um, and one thing that I think is really great being a New York comedian, it's just like, there's still that ingenuity. There's still that like, we're gonna, how do we do this? How do we figure it out? I think like New York comics adapted pretty quickly once quarantine started having things online and then have Mm -hmm. now adapted back to like, where the fuck can we do a show? Who has a roof? Who has a sidewalk? Yeah, well, I mean, it is uh, September now, so that's going to be over in like a month or two, whether people yes. want it to be or not. Although I, there's going to be some comic in the city that drops like thousands of dollars on like those outdoor heating lamps and keeps it going. I, I really think that's going to happen. We're going to see that probably in the next two months or so. I um, hope so. Yeah, I mean, there's... I've thought about going to do some outdoor stuff because there, there is, I live, I live kind of near Worcester, Mass, and I know there's some stuff up there. I just haven't made the trip up yet. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the outdoor shows. I've, I've heard that it's, they're okay, but they're not, uh, you know, it's not like it, like it is when you're in a room with a low ceiling and they got the, you know, laughter bouncing off the walls. De- and the- Yeah. I think it all depends, to be honest. One thing is it depends on the host. And mm-hmm. I think now is a time where you, the host, you know, you really got to like bring it. You can't just do regular hosting. You really got to like make everybody feel like we're on the same page. We're doing this. You know, you can't just get up and do a yeah. set and then, you know, like consider that to be hosting. You got to really like, Gee, uh, yeah, you need, okay. Not yeah. more. But then also, it's, I mean, I, I think it, listen, it's not, the world is the whole world has shifted. So mm-hmm. my mentality is just like, we got, I, this is all we had. <laughs> like, it's why I'm just like, I got, I got nothing else. And once again, I live alone and it's a good reason to get out, to get out of the house and go someplace. I got nobody to live for. What the fuck am I doing? Well, what else would I be doing? I hear you. No, and it's not just, um, it's so yeah, people have definitely adapted to stand up to the outdoor thing a little bit. Cause I've seen people doing like the outdoor park shows and the rooftop yeah. shows. And I think there's like a couple of shows that are in like diner parking lots for some reason that I've seen yeah. ads for. And then, then there's some people that I've switched to doing like almost purely online content. I'm kind of one of them because I'm doing a YouTube thing also on the side now along with this oh, um, show. And so, yeah, it's, if people are still uh, output outputting, I think, I don't know the way you put that a second ago. Yeah. People are still doing stuff, which is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. So you're, you're mostly just doing stand up and zoom right now. You're, are you doing any like podcasts or any uh, web? Oh, well, I, yeah, I've done, I haven't done my own podcast, but I've done a lot of podcasts. I've done some sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's mainly just like still getting as many spots writing and then just doing a lot of cooking and cleaning like a husbandless housewife. That's, oh my God. We have, we all, I mean, I, yeah, the amount of fucking dishes that I have done in the last six months, I think it's more than the amount of dishes I did for like the 15 years leading up to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy. It really is the amount of dishes. Sandeep, uh, now you, you normally do the dishes. Isn't that right? I mean, I have a dishwasher. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, even though he lives in a luxury high rise, he means like 
the automatic one. He doesn't mean like a guy named Manuel or something, you know, he, he means. Yeah, him too. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the dishwasher gets full so that I, I do some dishes, but uh, I'm doing the normal amount of dishes. Do you, do you have a set cooking. of dish gloves? No. See, I, I had to buy or I had to buy like a, a pair, like the ones that go up to your elbow. Cause like my hands were getting raw from the amount of fucking dishes I was doing. Yeah. No, oh my God. Are, you, know, are, the, are the dishwashing liquid commercials now speaking to you? Like, Oh, it's, and it's soft in your hands. And- yeah. <laughs> well, now I know why they say that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'm telling you that's the best $4 you'll ever spend is like a good set of dish gloves. Cause it keeps your hands fresh. But anyway, people don't want to hear an about automatic that. dishwasher at your house. Uh, my parents' house where I am, yes, but everywhere else where I was leading up to that, there wasn't. <laughs> so for like a few months of cooking and cleaning every meal, it kind of started oh. driving me crazy. Um, anyway, so let's get into some outrage. So speaking of things that belong in kitchens, let's talk about women's rights. <laughs> um, all right, this first story comes to us from China. Second week in a row I've done a China story. Uh, this comes to us from another place where the, where the name I'm going to definitely mess up comes to us from Guangxi University in southwest China, where they recently released for the new school year a 50-point safety guide for women. And most of it's normal stuff, you know, like don't get drunk in the wrong place, you know, be safe, you know, walking alone at night, you know, that that normal stuff. Uh, But then there was a, a certain part where people were not okay with it. And it says here, quote, don't wear overly revealing tops or skirts. Don't wear low-cut dresses or expose your waist or back to avoid creating temptation, unquote. So, as you can imagine, uh, some people were not okay with the wording of that. And then they, they went on other points to say uh, that high heels should be avoided in some situations and that spaghetti straps are banned in the library. <laughs> And this went viral on their social media, uh, Weibo. We've talked about them before. And, uh, you know, this is sort of the standard. Uh, I'm trying to think maybe women's outrage or femme outrage. I don't know the right way to, to the right wording exactly for that. But people are basically saying like, bro, this is, this is victim blame and garbage. What is, what is this shit telling people to not wear clothes because it creates temptation? No? I don't know. Christiana, any, any initial thoughts? Did, did anything jump out at you from the... Yeah, I mean, reading that specifically, it made me think of um, when, like, one of the first times I went out for groceries during quarantine in winter with a coat on, of course, and Mm -hmm. men were still rolling down their windows to, like, uh, holler. So it's just, that's why whenever there are things like this, it's like, no, men will be, if a man's going to be a creep because of a spaghetti strap, he's going to be a creep if you have on a winter coat. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, that's why the whole point of like, okay, so I have to, I'll figure, okay, cool. I'll figure out how to protect myself clothing wise, but a man's still going to be, oh my God, there's a woman. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, because the thing is, too, we're, we're talking about 18 to 22 year old boys. You could show them a wrist and they would fucking half of them get hard ons. You know what I mean? True. It, it, it's that's how it is out there. And and also, too, you know, you know, that's why I like the New York women. We were talking, I think, off the air about that. Like New York women, they'll wear almost nothing, but they'll be packing fucking mace or, you know, or something because they want to keep themselves safe. No. Yeah. I, I yeah, like that. I respect the hell out of that. It's ridiculous to have to do that. Still also, like, um, I wanted to wear a tube top today, and I was like, oh, man. That's yeah. that's the problem. You have to think, like, I was like, 
if I'm on the train and someone accosts me, then the first question is going to be, well, why are you wearing a tube top? Which is ridiculous because it's hot outside. Well, what is the temperature in New York right now, by the way? I haven't been back. Uh, Today it's going to be in the, the low 80s. So as far as that rage goes at the uh, Guangxi University, now, do you think, uh, Christiana, and I'm definitely Sandeep, but her opinion matters more because she's a woman um, in, this, <laughs> in this particular story. Now, do you think it's, it's, it's more the wording of the policy as opposed to the actual policy? Because dress codes themselves are pretty common throughout the world. Um, but the fact that they said, here's a dress code, oh, and here's why, I think that's kind of where the outrage stems from. Am I right in saying that? Well, I think also to have a dress code once you're in college is weird. Like <laughs> high school, I've never heard of a college dress code. It's like, it's time mm-hmm. to be an adult and to express yourself. But I think the biggest problem is, once again, it does place it on women yeah. and not on the actual behavior of the man. Like, it's like, Oh, like it's, it's almost like giving an excuse when you have 50 things that say, do this to protect yourself. But then it means if you don't do it, the consequences that something might happen. And then that is the excuse then of like, well, she had spaghetti straps on in the library. That's why yeah. I raped her. I was trying to read my Walt Whitman poetry and, and I just, she had that spaghetti strap on. So yeah, I couldn't, you know? I couldn't control myself. You've seen the list i mean that's on there that's it but this this conclusion this this always that always feels like that's not what is being said like it's not like in the in the code they're like and men can can sexually harass you or assault you if you don't follow the code <laughs> so that's not well it's not saying that explicitly that's like taking it a step that i always feel that that's not that's not where it is it's, it's, it's like lock your car What's that? You feel that way because you're a man. You don't maybe, think but of- if you say if you also say lock your car when you like leave it somewhere, you're not bl- you're not letting the criminal that's go. That's not a gender based. That's not a gender based suggestion though. Yeah, right. is, no one that, says, is that lock is your that, car? But man, leave it open. You'll be fine. Right, but is that is that letting a car thief off the hook if you didn't lock your car or get the club or whatever? That's the that's oh, same, like, here, here's the logical thing, Sandy, place to go to with that is that what people are, and, and that's the issue, is that they'll say, oh, was the door locked is the equivalent of, oh, why was she showing cleavage? And that's the thing here is that you'll hear that defense sometimes from usually some, like, super out-of-touch old guy from some conservative nation, like, places that are even more conservative than America, um, where after the fact of when something went wrong, they'll say something like, oh, well, what was she wearing? Was she wearing something high cut or whatever? This is almost like, when you put it in like a a 50 safety tips, this is almost like putting this um, like preemptively in there. You know what I mean? So I I think- If you stole a car, you can't, as your defense, be like the car was locked or unlocked or whatever. Like that's not a defense and no one's gonna- But at the same time, if somebody, same time, someone's gonna steal a car they might break your window, right? So that's the, it's the same thing of like, there are different types of criminals. Some yeah. criminals will say, okay, well, the door was open. Some criminals are just going to steal a car. Same thing. So it's like, why not just let women express themselves freely? Why does it have to be like, you have to control how you look? The thing is, as a woman, literally, like yeah. I literally today was like, oh, it's maybe a nice day to wear a tank top. And then I have to think, well, if something happens, the first thing that is going to be asked of me is, well, look what you're wearing. That doesn't make sense. I shouldn't have to live in a world like that. That's that you're always, I, I know that I live my life always 
trying to think of if something happens, what, how will this be blamed on me? How, how will this, yeah. how, how will I explain myself for wearing an article of clothing yeah. if something happens to me? Yeah, no, it's if only if you were wearing your red t-shirt instead of your blue yeah. tube top, that wouldn't have happened today. Like, yeah. th- that, that's the implication that people are making with that. So I, I definitely agree with uh, um, with that stance. Also, I do want to say for the record, um, our official stance here at the Fake Outrage Report is we are a pro revealing clothing. Okay, we are very, <laughs> we are very pro. I mean, I see, I think you'll back me up on that, right? Uh, who, me? Yeah. Our, yeah, yeah. Our, oh, please reveal clothing. No, reveal <laughs> less clothing. Less revealing clothing. No, more revealing clothing. I'm, I, I'm, I'm losing it here. Just the thought of more revealing clothing is. Uh, yeah. No. Less, less clothing equals more revealing. It is a tough math, uh, mathematical scenario. Can you guys hear that background noise? By the way. No. I can't. Okay. Thank God. All right. Because my my dad's running up, doing some stuff outside, doing some yard work. I don't know if it was too noisy or what the case may be. Um, and so, so as far as the outrage goes on this one, um, I, I think this one's pretty obvious. I think this is, this is definitely some legit outrage. What do you, what do you think, Sandy? I don't I, I'm always, I'm always confused at these, uh, at, at the, at the dress code, which is like at any kind of dress code. And it's like, you don't, you know, you don't want to distract, but then it always goes to the victim blaming which I don't think anyone ever says you can be assaulted if you are wearing something. Also, Christiana, yes. like, you're also thinking of, I don't want to be assaulted first. Not like, well, if I get assaulted, then who's going to blame? Like, you're also, the first thing you're thinking of is, I don't want to be assaulted. Like, isn't that where, isn't that where you're always going first? Well, of course I don't want to be assaulted. <laughs> right. So it's not, it's like, it's like a secondary downwind yeah, but no, problem. Like, it would be a big primary problem <laughs> if you were assaulted. Been- we shouldn't have to state that though. That should be the obvious. Like, right. Yeah, I sh- I exactly. Have to- like, no one's going to let the person who assaults Christiana off the hook. That happens all the time, Santi. That's what? the whole point. It happens all the time. Yeah, regardless of whether there's a dress code or not, you might get no, assaulted. No, but it doesn't and help. That's the problem. No, but it doesn't help. Like, I, it doesn't help if there is also a thing. Like, oh, well. Okay, well, yeah, but look what you're like. It doesn't you don't want more reasons to have people think? Well, this is why this happened to her. So the dress code itself, an ex, a stated dress code, makes that more makes that more of a go to. Is well, she was violating the dress code. It yeah. like makes it more of a victim blaming. Yeah, well, like you you knew happened. it's basically like you were warned. You were warned. You knew not uh-huh. to do X Y Z. This was told to you. As a mm-hmm. rule, this could happen. And then yeah. you violated that, so that's what happens Th- then. That's actually interesting. So you're saying, and this is, I'm a dude. These are things I, I honestly barely ever think about because I'm a dude. Yeah. So tell me if this is if I'm correct in saying this. So, so this is something that, um, it, it's sort of something that in the event that something bad happens, which obviously we, you know, we all disagreed that these are bad things. We yeah. don't want them to happen. But in the event they do happen, you're saying it's something that can only take away and not help the woman's case. Oh, 100%. Because no one's ever like, how could this happen? She had on her jeans and her hoodie. You know what I mean? Like, no one ever <laughs> yeah. says it like that. They only go in the opposite direction. So it's something yeah. that only detracts. Okay. It's like, uh-huh. oh, or also just that still that mentality of like, 
well, she's obviously some type of woman if she's wearing yeah. these articles of clothing. So in some way, she was mm-hmm. inviting this type of behavior. That's, the only That's still she was very for. much yeah. part of the mentality of like, well, if she was dressed this way, then clearly she's a certain type of woman. And that means that a man just felt like he could do X, Y, Z. And you know, other thing too I noticed about this issue is that we we've done a lot of stories, well, not a lot, but we've done a handful of stories that are that are in the same sort of under the same umbrella of the women's clothing equal this thing, and this is one of those issues that I feel like we've been talking about for almost a full generation now, and yet for some reason some people just like aren't coming along for the ride with the rest of us on it. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that way? Where this is one of those ones that, that that's kind of evolving like very slowly, kind of slower yeah. than it should. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it is cultural. I mean, I, when I go on vacation, when I go to Cuba, people are not wearing a lot of clothes, so it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I, there are things that I wear down there that I don't wear in New York because once again, the men, it's, they don't have this mentality of like, well, it's like, it's hot. Everyone's wearing not that much many clothes. Yeah. yeah, The closer you go to the equator, I feel like this conversation happens less and less. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's just kind of, it's the Caribbean, like whatever. But (laughs) then like, like, I I mean, I was just on vacation in Mexico. I wore my tube top around, but I never thought like something will happen. There are other women like that. But then here I was like, uh, crime's up in New York. The last (laughs) thing I need, the last thing I need is for that to be pointed to as a reason but it's ridiculous. It's, it's well, a especially too, absurd way to live. And, and, so, but and, these are concerns you have, Christiana, regardless of whether there is a dress code or not. Right? But it's like an implied, it's like an implied dress code. We don't have a list of rules, but once again, like I literally thought, well, if something if I'm on the train and someone pulls my fucking tube top down, that will be blamed on me. Has anyone ever attempted to do that? No, but I don't wear tube tops in New York. Yeah. Well, and also, and two, and the other thing too with, with with New York is that you know people want to dress freely and express themselves and stuff. And the thing that sucks is that New York is only warm enough to do that for like what nine weeks a year, maybe. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, it, it's basically like the like beginning of June till like maybe the beginning of September. I'm like that's it. You know. Um. And so yeah, you you want to enjoy your last tube top day without uh you know having to mace a motherfucker. We we get it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so as far as that goes, um, it looks like two to one legit outrage. Is that is that where we're going with that? Yeah. No, um, wait, what? I didn't rule. I, I think Christiana makes a good point. It takes a, it puts something explicit out there and then takes away of something. I think, I think that's a good point. So okay, I'll so go legit outrage. Thank God. Okay, because that would have been, that would have been, we would have, we would have lost some sexist points there, Sandy. <laughs> when to come for the ride. Um, all right, so all right. slam dunk, three to L on that one. And now we are moving along to... Uh, where are we moving yes, on to? Yes, uh, speaking of New York and a uh, little home cooking, this next outrage comes to us from the good old uh, city of New York, or I guess the state of New York, and mm-hmm. reported by the New York Post itself. A Long Island bar called the Clifton caused controversy when it posted a Super Bowl-style box pool to Instagram last week, betting on whether New York or Chicago will have more shootings this Labor Day weekend. <laughs> and um, we've all seen the Super Bowl boxes. You, like, buy a box, and there's numbers – one side represents Chicago, okay. one side represents New yep. York. And, uh, and then I guess whoever's box comes closest to the reality uh, takes the pool. So you had to guess the, like the over-under? Or like, is that, is that how it worked? In the Super Bowl style schools, there's no over-under. It's like, if you have like, if you, it's like a grid and you might have like, Chicago has like 10 numbers and you have like seven. Oh, that's and right. New York and has it, one. Whatever the last digit is. Yeah. 
Which in the article it said there the pool was or who would have more shootings, New York or Chicago. But to be fair, it's not it's not more. It's just you're betting on the number. You're betting on the final Absolutely. digit, like like in football betting. Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say this is is this not peak Long Island? <laughs> Right here, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> You're at a bar and people are betting. There's no sports right now. Not there's, no, there's sports now, kind of. But like, there's been almost no sports this year until a month ago. So people are freaking out and they miss gambling. So they they gamble on the only thing that's on the news, which is shooting. <laughs> this is yeah. great. This story is awesome. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so of course, uh, this caused outrage and. You know, you, you got this. Is, they posted us Instagram, so um, so you got, like, you got like everyone. The bar, like the bar account posted it on Instagram, then people spread it from there, saying like, "Look at these assholes." Yeah, they posted that, the spilled okay. in squares, and I don't know why they were they had to do that because <laughs> they already had they already had takers. Uh yeah. Uh wow. This is. I gotta be honest. I just think this is funnier more than anything. I I, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't have a. Um, a strong opinion. I mean, the only way I think people should be upset at this would be as if uh, people are like, you know, if someone goes out and commits a crime because their box was one number short, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I need Chicago to get to 26 by next weekend. $500 is in this. And then they go out and shoot somebody. That's the only way um, I, I can see this being a problem. I mean, this, this kind of, this is one of those things not, not to sound too, you know, backwards conservative, conservative, conservative Z or whatever the hell word. But um, it, it was just, this is kind of like a freedom thing. It's like, if people want to bet on stupid shit behind closed doors, uh, you know, like you fucking let them, right? Right. Well, the state liquor authority, uh, well, no, the, the Suffolk County police yeah. said they're investigating the pool because it's illegal under laws preventing gambling in businesses with liquor licenses. Oh, see, yeah, that's and right. The state liquor authority uh, said that they violated laws already when operators were denied entry to the state for an unrelated inspection. I think they meant in, in denied entry to the bar for an unrelated inspection. Yeah. So the Clifton's already uh, a little skirting the laws here. But uh, mm, okay. And I should say that they, they posted this thing and then they the the text that they put posted what numbers are up early. Let the shooting sprees begin. <laughs> no, that's that was dumb. The whole thing's yeah. dumb, but that's oh, that's man. that's where you attract drama, saying stuff like that. Yeah, this. See, well, here's the thing. This is kind. I I find that no more or less offensive than some of the shit you see on you know those little cardboard um stand up street like chalk things that bars will put out front when you walk by them to get you to come in. It kind of reminds me of that. It's like a very like cheeky, uh, snarky caption. Um, it, yeah, you're right. If gambling is illegal, whatever county that is, yes, that would be something that's bad. But if if like. I was I was mentally I don't know why I was thinking of it this way I was thinking of it from just like a group of buddies who got together and thought this is a funny thing to bet on like I I really have no issue with it that way but yeah if it is breaking laws then sure well but that's kind of a loophole I think what we're really debating is this is this appropriate if gambling was completely legal is something you know. Oh, if it was legal, who gives a shit? It's funny. It's 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 people who are look. You can there are people on the Super Bowl that bet on like the length of the national anthem and like the coin toss and shit. People love their gambling, um, right? I used to right. work at a the, casino. The thing is, they're betting on they're betting on shooting. <laughs> that's that's the issue. It's not the gambling itself. It wasn't. It's not like the same thing. Like if they are having like a blackjack game. It, it's it's <laughs> non traditional. It's a non traditional thing to bet on. Um, but as I, as I mentioned earlier, there's been no sports this year. People need to get that fixed, you know? 
<laughs> instead of betting on the uh, the National Football League, people are betting on the uh, regional shooting league, you know, or, or which county is going to have more shooting. I, I don't know, man. I really don't have a uh, – I mean, I would just like to say as an aside, uh, eight yeah. of the squares are taken up by someone named Dildo. Which <laughs> that makes sense. No, no, no. Twelve, sorry, twelve squares are taken up by Dildo. Dildo's really invested in this. What was the buy-in for this? Uh, that's unclear. Yeah, I mean, it looks I, like the squares. I guarantee you that the that the, this was not like a hardcore Super Bowl like five hundred dollar square, but this was probably just like two bucks or five bucks a square. And it was a bunch of drunk guys who thought this was funny, and then it went online that got out of hand. I, I really, I just don't think that this is a serious thing. Um, I mean, maybe I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I can't work up any real emotion about this. I think it's just silly. Don't you? I think there's some things that you can do with your friends that are that are very insensitive and offensive. But if you you have to know that like when it's your friends and yeah. when you post something on social media, it's not your friends. This is the bar's social media. This is like yeah. they, they should know that this is a this is an offensive thing. Yeah, I I I agree that the concept of if it was a closed group of like buddies, mm-hmm. but for God's sake, don't advertise it then. Well, the other thing, too, is it might have been an advertising thing because, I mean, every bar you've been to, every business owner you've talked to, they say that they've been getting killed this year because they have to either not be open or operate at extremely limited capacity. So this might have just been a gimmick to get people to come walk up to the fucking bar window and buy a drink or two because they, they're hurting and they're about to go under or something. I can't speak with a bar, but, you know, it, it, it could have been just like a promotional thing gone wrong. You know? That's still not. I think at the end of the day, it's um, as Sandeep was saying, it's very, it's insensitive, and then yeah. also it's just the way that it's been executed is really stupid. And it's like, <laughs> like it once again, if this was like a private thing, but like to put it on your social media, you are going to attract negative attention because mm-hmm. I, most of the people that are doing these bets are not the communities that are going to be affected. So it's not a personal thing, which is fine. That's true, yeah. That's a good point. But it's not something that they're going to actually be dealing with. Like, you know, it's like, okay, how many of your friends are possibly going to get shot this weekend? Zero. So that's why it's an easy thing to bet on. That's what makes it sensitive. Also why you should probably, you know, there are things that I'll say to my friends that I know are are kind of fucked up. But I'm not then going to, like, put that on Instagram. Yeah, you're not going to make that your next show flyer. You know what I mean? That, that's, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that – because we always try to talk about the bigger question on this show, Sandy. That's what we always do. Now, let me ask you. So, in a world where people are doing sports betting or gambling or, you know, any type of gambling, I guess – so we're, we're, we're trying to find the line, I think, is what we're trying to find in this conversation of what is and is not appropriate to bet on. Um, yes. So you're saying that shootings, I mean, my initial thought was that it was funny, but then I took it to the more extreme example of like, you know, it, what if people were betting on, you know, the amount of uh, people dying from the pandemic or we're yeah. just talking about campus safety. If people picked a certain campus and were like, you know, the over under how many rapes they're going to be this year at, you yeah. know, Duke or whatever. It, so yeah, I understand people getting offended. I get maybe it's just personally my line. <laughs> I thought it was funny and not offensive, but I, I, now that we we've kind of talked it all the way through, I'm like, yeah, all right. That's I, I can see people being not okay with this. Yes, uh, personally, my line is I think we should allow 
private conversations where there's an mm -hmm. expectation of privacy to be very offensive and we shouldn't police that kind of stuff. Like, um, yeah. like if someone, if you're talking to a friend and then they record you and then they like play it, you know, and it's like there, we should be able to have an expectation of privacy where we can say all sorts of racist or, um, offensive things that Hell yeah. deem offensive. <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree. Like this is, this is where I stand well, on it. Is I, that I, there I should be the, an expectation of privacy. If you're if so, if this thing happened and it was like a group and then it got out, I'd be like, dude, you, you just don't police private things. But this is not they they public they yeah. posted publicly and then they should be judged by that standard of this yeah. is very tasteless. You're yeah. asking for a certain amount of negative attention. Well, the other thing too, if you're going to go in the public private, they can be like, well, no, this this is a private establishment. Um, but yeah, if gambling's illegal, then, then yeah, you're, I'm with everything you just said. But I guess the, the, the bigger, real bigger question here is what is and is not appropriate to specifically bet on, you know, like, like where's the, where's the line? And, and, and so I, you know, like if you, you guess like how many DUIs they're going to be in, you know, Suffolk County next year, you know, or, uh, how many sunny days are there going to be next June? It, it, it's, it's all relative i guess i think phil's got a new idea for uh for what something he can pass his pandemic time with <laughs> he's gonna start making super bowl squares make a fuck yeah for meteorology betting it's the new hot thing kids uh, <laughs> um yeah so i mean so i guess this is past the line for 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 you guys then am i right in saying i mean that? I'm not outraged but i think there mm -hmm. is something disgusting about betting on the deaths of people well it wasn't deaths it was shootings Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I don't mean to split hairs. Maimings, Come on, Christiana. The, the maimings of people. Head in the game. Sorry, sorry. I, it's true. They might not die. Yeah, we're not. Um, we're, not betting on, we're not betting on murders. We're we're betting on attempted murders. Okay, <laughs> fucking get it right. Yeah, maiming. We're just betting general pathology, morbidity. <laughs> it just feels a little. It does feel very insensitive. And then once again, but I'm not. I'm not outraged because I know people are pieces of shit. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> Long Island. I don't know. I I, I grew up in uh, I grew up in an all lives matter type of place. So I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I I know that this is a reality of how people are. It's still gross. Okay, but people are gonna do whatever the fuck they want. So, so but then you, also you you but you but you do those things and you broadcast it. You gotta be able to take the heat. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys are right. This is under the category of like, bro, you should have known better. Like, especially now with the, you know, civil unrest and the, the protests of uh, of the shootings. And this, this wasn't specifically police shootings. This is just like shootings at large, right? This was just kind of in general. Oh, yeah. I don't think they had even thought about police shootings. I think Cause, it was yeah, because yeah, that, that's a whole other layer of like, you know, how many black guys are getting shot this fall? Like that, I absolutely would be like, oh, boy, that's you guys shouldn't have been. You know, to have been talking about I'm that. I'm sure really. that exists somewhere. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. terrible. Yeah, I'm sure somewhere in fucking West Virginia or something. Well, I guess, I guess the question then becomes, if you bet on something that you have no control over, does that make you complicit, or does that like, or does that almost make it look like you're approving of that behavior? Mm. I, I yeah. definitely don't think they're complicit in any kind of shooting, but they, okay. it's, it's, uh, I think it's tasteless. And it's a weird way to make a buck. I'll tell you that much. Mm. I, I wouldn't feel good about being like, Hey, drinks on me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just won a betting pool about how many people were going to get 
killed in Florida this weekend from COVID. It just doesn't doesn't feel good. You know, Thank God, the Pilsen neighbor and the Pilsen neighborhood uh, just put me over the top there. Uh, I was, I was trailing John after, uh, after there was that incident in uh, Bushwick, but uh, thank God for Chicago came through at the last second. Uh, well, that was the other thing. I wanted to be like, entire well, family got shot up uh, when they're trying to enjoy their dinner and boom, 30 bucks for me, bitches. Exactly. Well, that's the other thing I thought. There's, first thing I thought was, oh, there's no way we're beating Chicago. That was my first thought. Like, oh, yeah, the South Side's got the shit on lock. What are you kidding there's me? There's no way yeah. we're beating Chicago. That's a dumb bet. But then also it's very insensitive. Yeah. yeah. And again, to be fair, it's not a bet, again, at who's beating Chicago. So you can, uh, you're just having random numbers assigned. Oh, pardon. I'm sorry. I, I so. pardon. No, no. The, the article said beating, but I know how these squares work. It's not, it's not a oh, okay. more number. It's just you get like, you just pick like basically you get like, you pick a square that says New York five and Chicago eight. And then if the last number, if there was like 15 shootings in Chicago and 38 in New York, you win. Or even if there's 30, ah. you know, it's whatever it ends in I five don't... doesn't mean necessarily bigger or smaller. Ah, I don't bet. So I didn't know any of it. I just, yeah, I wouldn't have. Yeah. So as far as um, the outrage goes in this one, uh, I think you guys are, um, you're fighting the good fight, um, but I think you're, the fact is you, you're asking a bar in Long Island uh, <laughs> to have a higher moral standard. <laughs> no, I'm not asking anyone to do anything. People can do whatever they want, but yeah. you got to take the heat, yeah. period. Well, I expect more out of my Long Island bars. They, I mean, they're, they're normally known for being very family-friendly, uh, you know, upstanding, respectful establishments. Um, yeah, as far as outrage goes, uh, I, I do think this is kind of funny. Um, I also agree with pretty much everything you guys are saying, but it is pretty tasteless because there's actually people being hurt in the subject of the betting. Um, yeah. So I, I guess for me then, I, so I guess if we're going to try to define that line, it would be something to the effect of as long as no one's getting hurt, it's something that's okay to bet on. You know, I mean, that's, a, that's a good rule of but, thumb. But if people were to bet on carjackings as opposed to shootings, would that be more appropriate? Because I know. think that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So we just have to get them to we'll, we'll call Car-jackers. this Clifton's bar and we'll tell them, guys, don't do shootings. But we're now going to be betting on carjackings and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Or I'll DUIs. Take, I think and, it's good. And I will take four squares and, and hopefully I can beat Mr. Dildo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so Dildo's yeah, tough. He's a. I'll, I'll lean, I'll lean legit in this one, but barely. Um, what, what do you think there, uh, Christiana? Do you think this is legit or this is kind of bullshit fake outrage? Um, I don't know. To be honest, there's so many problems in the world. Yeah. This feels very minimal. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a bunch of idiots that I'll probably never meet. And I don't, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it, exactly. This really is. Uh, that's why I'm like, sure. This is one I of those ones where. I don't understand why it's in the paper. Well, it's the New York Post. It's the I mean, New York Post. The word, but still. They'll put anything. The New York Post is the Long Island of, of, of <laughs> periodicals, okay? They, we all know that. They're like, they're, they're like a classical tabloid. Um, Sandy, what, <laughs> what do you overall think about this? Yeah, yeah, I'm going legit outrage. Yeah. I do right. find this tasteless. Three for three on tastelessness, and now we get to the part where we ask our guest, Miss Christiana Jackson, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Oh, yeah. I'm tired of men and conspiracy theories. Okay. I'm over it. That's a good one. I, I feel like every every nice. motherfucker 
spent quarantine watching some bullshit on YouTube. And then they're constantly on dates where they're trying to get pussy, trying to also tell you the truth. And I'm just like, okay, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't believe you. I had a date on Monday. Yeah, today's Saturday. I had a date on Monday. I was away. We matched before I went to Mexico. So all during Mexico, there's all this buildup of like, okay, yeah. when I come back, bullshit. And this guy starts going into these. I've never heard of this one. I've heard of many. Because mm-hmm. the guy that I hooked up with before I left for Mexico, he was into, we're, we live in a simulation. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that, bro. Like, all I kept thinking was, bro, this pussy is real. I don't know why we're watching <laughs> YouTube things about how to break out of a sim. And all of the videos were even like, uh, if this is true, I'm like, they don't even believe it themselves, okay? But, uh, oh I mean, it was it was very, it was a lot. I mean, this guy, th- this was at least in my house, so it was contained. I don't like dates. I think it's just public humiliation and failure. But I met this guy on Monday for an actual <laughs> date, so then I'm outside on the sidewalk with him talking crazy. Other people are trying to eat, enjoy their meal. And he was like, all, all politicians are secretly gay. All, all of them. <laughs> all of them. Comptrollers, presidents, all of dictators, all politicians. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, then why are they, why is it a secret? Is Pete Buttigieg secretly straight? I don't know. Or is this you should have asked him what his thoughts were in Pete Buttigieg? I was just trying to quell the conversation because my pussy does not have ears and she still wanted to have sex. So I'm like, how do we get out of this conversation? Wait, so I can you, get some dick. It's funny because you're because if you're just having dates on the sidewalk, because that's I assume what most people are doing. At what point does that person cease being a date and start just becoming a crazy person on the sidewalk? You know, well, not I mean? when he pays. When he pays, it's then it's <laughs> you know. Uh, right. But uh, his car did get declined at first. I was like. This just oh. keeps getting worse. Anyway, oh, man. but yeah, he was well, like, that's, all- the, that's the man because he's, he's onto them. So, you know, they're giving him that's some warning shots. That's true. He was like, all politicians are secretly gay because we're like the Roman empire and they all had their little man boys. And I was just like this, I was like, okay, I said, listen, I am open to believing anything is possible, but yeah. I do need some facts. I was like, do you have any facts you can give me? And he said, no. So that's what I was like. <laughs> They always know the truth, but there's no proof of anything at all, like, ever. Here, watch this six-minute YouTube video that some guy in fucking Idaho ended. Exactly. You know, yeah, it, it's... You know what? This 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 brings up kind of a, another kind of larger conversation, which is there are certain things that you are not supposed to talk about when you first meet somebody. <laughs> you know, they always say, try not to talk about politics in the first date. Um, and then, then there's also the obvious ones, like don't talk about like, you know, pooping or don't talk about like, you know, sex with your ex. You know what I mean? Like there's things that you're leaving off the list. I, you know, you kind of caught me on a blind spot. Not that I've ever discussed these things on a date, but I'm going to have to add that to the list now, Christian. Yeah. Leave yeah. your conspiracy theories. Unless you met at a yeah. QAnon rally. You- it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First date. No, come on. Come on. I'm just like, and then he said, he's like, well, why do you think? Women are so oppressed. I'm like, these by straight men? I'm like, there's some woman getting her ass kicked right now that has nothing to do with the secret gay politician. <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah. no, but that's because that they're teaching straight men to oppress women. 
I was like, that's a lot of leaps, bro. That's a lot of leaps. <laughs> you, you know, you'd think if they were all secretly, if they were in control, they would just find a way to all just force change the cultural narrative to make it like the norm. Exactly. That's why I was you like, know? why are they secretly gay if they're in power? Wouldn't they just be gay? <laughs> or maybe little, maybe they of get off on that. Maybe they get off on the fact that, you know, that like it's forbidden and it's bad and all this stuff. And if it was suddenly allowed, they'd be like, oh, it's not cool anymore. Word. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, it's like, because he's also implying that they're not just gay, but they're pedophiles. That's oh, a whole other thing. Oh, too. yeah. No, yeah. You went on a date with a QAnon guy. You went on with QAnon. Oh, yeah. That, that's like what's the, QAnon? Uh, I just found Q-Anon. this out like three days ago. S- s- explain it, Sandy, because I'm still apparently this is QAnon. It's, this is real. And I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. They all believe that they're like politicians and people in power are all part of this child sex ring. I don't know if they're, I don't think gay is part of it, but. Um, yeah, that's but, where you know, it was This different. is the Hillary Clinton Pizzagate scandal. It was all part of yes. QAnon. Yeah, it's, it's Pizzagate, it. but like, but like times 10. Where, if you will, but in Georgia, or I forgot, one of those Southern states, we had a, a U.S. House of Representative person won. And so she will be representing this she, district yeah. in the United States Congress. And she's a QAnon. She won supporter. the primary. She won. She she's going into the general. I think she's from Florida, but the, right? That but, lady? The pri- but it's a hugely Republican area. So like the, oh, the yeah. primary winner of the Republican Party, yeah. auto, like pretty much automatically wins. Oh, dude, these are going to be amazing Congress meetings starting in January because you you've got people from like very fringe groups running and winning primaries in, in, in both parties too. I might, there are some people who are very economically left who have won some primaries and there are people who are completely insane conspiracy theorists in the right who've won. It's going to be amazing. I think the QAnon people, I wonder if they would yeah. meet this guy and, and this guy would be too much for them. Like, Whoa, Whoa, boy. I agree that they're all child sex, uh, porn, uh, pedophiles, but I don't think they're gay. I don't think they're all gay. Like I think you're a little, <laughs> yeah. That was too much, new, man. That was the new uh, twist because I've definitely heard of Pizzagate uh, and that they're all, you know, pedophiles and Eps. Like if he said something with like Epstein, okay, that okay, that that's a real thing. But to take it that they're all gay and that straight men are on the decline, I was just like <laughs> white men are pack, white genocide or whatever crazy shit. You know, and, and this also too reminds me uh, of something that I. This is something I had to learn over time. You're talking about dating. Um, women when they meet you for a date they are just rooting for you to just not fuck up and say something crazy like if a woman meets you she's just seeing like all right this guy seems like he's okay i'm just i just hope he doesn't say anything in the scene in the next hour so maybe i can still sleep with him like like that literally most women are just rooting for you to not be crazy like like that's exactly i mean i didn't figure that out till i was like in my late 20s early 30s i think most people probably figured that out earlier on but yeah no like so the fact is you're you're meeting these guys with the intention of being like, yeah, I might sleep with this guy. But then they... they no, not might. They know that I want to. You, yeah. like, That's why I'm like, this guy had enough nudes. He honestly, he started thinking I was a sex worker. He's like, how do you have all these nudes? I'm like, I know, it's my hobby. That's that's what I've been doing in quarantine, all right? Up in my You're nudes. Figuring out the, the, the correct lighting and angle to... Uh- that's true, actually. <laughs> I bought lights. I bought colored lights that are like uh, wi-fi enabled to change the mood and shit oh, and so that's why yeah. it's like bro you know i was trying to give you some fucking pussy and then you're talking all this crazy shit about but then also my friend last week like or two weeks no last week she went on a date with a guy also started talking to her about conspiracy theories <laughs> on the date that's why it's just get it together men I'm trying to think now if there's ever been a woman who said the thing that was too crazy to where I was less attracted to her. 
Um, I mean, yeah, just the normal stuff. No one's ever brought up that kind of crazy shit. Um, I mean, the, the only time I ever almost tapped out was when I was talking to this girl and she, we were talking about like what we do in hobbies. I'm like, oh, you know, I work out a good amount, you know, I do comedy, do this, do that. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, what are your hobbies? And she just goes, she's like, I really like BuzzFeed. Like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, that's not a real hobby. Like, well, I didn't say that. I thought it. But that's the thing is that like, that's, that's the no. sort of only time anyone said anything where I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, no, I, that's not nowhere near your league of crazy. You, you apparently are pulling oh. some, you, you're doing, you're just dating off the parlor and uh, what's the other one? Trump singles. There's a bunch of those now. No, these are these are guys that are uh, black and Latino, and they're just well. That's what's interesting to me. Like there's a lot of Soul Swipe. Are you on Soul Swipe? No, I'm on Tinder. Soul Swipe. Fuck out of here. I don't think there'd be enough men on there. (laughs) Who's heard of Soul Swipe? Who uses that? I feel like that's gonna be. Yeah, that's you're asking for shit. You know what's funny? I I Soul Swipe. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's it's literally just black Tinder. Um, and, and I there's a somebody who's shown it to me at work because I work like I'm like one of the only white people at my job. And oh, where do so, you work? Uh, I work at a hotel. Any oh, hotel man. in New York is like the most diverse place on earth to work. But anyway, so and this girl was showing me Soul Swipe, and I brought it up at like an uptown show that I was doing later that night. And even the even the black guys were like, "What are you talking about, Soul Swipe?" So yeah, apparently yeah. it's not like a very common thing. It's it's apparently no. it's just a reference. It's a, and a corny joke name. It. What is it? Nineteen seventy three Soul Swipe. I don't know. That's very corny. It takes well, me back to like Soul Train. Well, they're all they're all corny. Tinder's a corny name. If you think about it, and and the Indian one Dill Mill is. Uh, Sandeep explained that Dill Mill is a corny name. You know, Dill Mill. That's the Indian Tinder is Dill Mill. Uh, dill means heart and Mill means find. Yeah, you know, so it means uh, find heart. Called find Dill Mill. Mill. Yeah, that's terrible. That's and, not catchy. <laughs> Yeah, well, and ten, you know the word tinder. The word tinder is like when you start a fire, there's tinder, kindling, and fuel. That's how you make build a fire. Ah. And tinder is what you light when you make a fire, like the newspaper or the dryer lint. Ah. So it's, it's a corny-ass name. Yeah, they're all corny. Okay, word, Cupid. but soul swipe is really bad. That's really, that, <laughs> that sounds dated. I feel like it's going to be like old men in leisure suits. <laughs> that's, it's, that's what, that's, it's not it's, a... Yeah. Yeah. It's only women with with the big hair and dudes with pimp hats. That's only the only people that are allowed on it. Yeah. No, you dealt with soul swipe, my brother. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna go back to the conspiracy theorists on Tinder. Yeah, no, but it's it's bad. If you don't own an LP of uh, Isaac Hayes or Marvin Gaye, you're not allowed to go on this app. Um, Yeah. So as far as Wow, this is actually this is a great outrage topic because some of them people bring up on here and they're kind of lame or they're, or they're kind of overdone. This specifically, I like this outrage of like, why are men saying crazy shit on dates? And specifically Word. the the um, conspiracy theory. Now, well, now what, what percentage of this? Like, is this like 80% of the time this happens to you? Or is this like one out of five? I, will, I mean, it is very new during like whatever times we're in. Uh-huh. I think men have free time and don't understand that they're like, <laughs> books or board or I don't know. Um, but it's happening more frequently. I think what made me realize it's a problem is when my friend also had a problem with it. And this was, she went on a date with like a white guy from Jersey. So I'm just like, okay, this oh, isn't well, just, that, yeah. That I mean, out. yeah, it's your first mistake. That's yeah. But that not, well, that wasn't my date. That was my friend's date. But I was like, this is something men are just getting into somehow. I think there was a third guy that was into conspiracy theories too. 
I mean, it's been a lot of dudes, but um, and the weird thing too is that you you said this is all black, Latino, Jersey, white. So this isn't even like a racial thing either, because no, because there are people nowadays who who literally are starting to believe in like you know they're trying to take white America away from us and all that crazy shit. But these aren't even these people. These well, are like city people that are doing this, and that's crazy. Because yeah. when you think weirdo conspiracy theorist, you normally think like some guy that lives in you know backwoods Wyoming, you know who 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 doesn't who still uses dial-up internet you know and and is like disconnected but these are like city folk so this is very strange to me this phenomenon well there's a lot of to me actually it's like a revelation to see that it exists also in white (laughs) america because when i think of conspiracy theorists i think of some dude on 125th street who's just talking shit because we have a lot of mistrust of the government as as black people and i understand that yeah exactly but that also that also lends to thinking some real like fucking far out shit and it's embarrassing to me but then when i hear white people i'm like they don't realize it it's like that it's like that snl sketch where like tom hanks was on they're doing black jeopardy and then all of a sudden tom hanks started saying the same crazy shit and then black people were agreeing i was like okay <laughs> there is a cross-section of like mistrust between like poor white people and backwards white people and like great good thing. people. Well, that's why it's so crazy to me how people align themselves politically in this country. Because look, people, most people in this country don't have money. And I grew up in like a poor, not like that poor, like a rural white town. Yeah. And I'm telling you, these people from around here have a lot more in common with the uptown folks. Oh yeah, that, of course. That, than they do like like any billionaire. But for some reason, they try oh, to identify that way. It's so strange. Divide to and conquer. That's yeah. capitalism for you. Absolutely. Divide and conquer. I grew up in I grew up in rural New Jersey, and yeah, yeah. those people ain't got shit. And huh. it's like they'll blame the factories closing on blacks and Mexicans, and it's like, who owned? Did we own the factory that closed? We didn't know that shit. Also, there's like ten black people in the town. They're also like, and there's like two Mexicans. So how is this all blamed on so, us? So but, it was like it was like know. you and you and one other uh, black family, basically. <laughs> Fucking... There was a handful. There were a handful of us, but yeah, it's okay. the same. It's like, okay, guys. Well, that's like you know, all you're you're just being you're just pawns in the system. Yeah, we we only had one black family. My we there's one black kid in my my like middle school class, and he wasn't even black. He was like a Jehovah's Witness, so he I don't even think regular black people He's would accept still him. Black. No, yeah. no, there, we got a we got a lot of people that believe in Jehovah. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, all right. I didn't it's know that was my a thing. thing. <laughs> it's not it's not my thing, but uh that's definitely a thing. If you walk around Harlem, there's a lot of Kingdom of Jehovah's mm, hanging okay, out. So, so maybe he was actually uh yeah, I don't know. Well, Who I mean, regardless, I? if his skin was black, he was black. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, some people, I mean, you've, you've met people who, who act completely outside of um, their race. And that doesn't just go for black. That goes for white people, too. I went to high school with a bunch of white guys who wished they were black, too. You know what I mean? Like, people oh, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, all, we all know all about that. Word. So, I mean, how just... about you? Were there any Indian kids that try to be rappers in your high school? <laughs> uh, oh, we definitely had uh, what we'd call indigers. Um... Oh, boy. <laughs> That in Chicago, there was like gangsters and stuff, but uh, they didn't go to my high school. What was that word? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed to say that word. But what was the word you just used again? I, I don't. Well, now, now I don't know. I, it's already uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's yeah. Uh, don't say it again, dude. Okay, yeah. I, that that's uh, I didn't know that till just now. That's very that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a good place to end uh, right there. 
uh, I think. Uh, so the fake outrage report at gmail.com. That's where you can call us whatever racial slur you want. Um, give us a five-star review on iTunes if you have 10 seconds. I know it sounds silly, but it really does help out um, to just, you know, do that pretty please. Um, we appreciate that. You can get me on the grams at fucking Phil. That's fucking with a PH and a underscore between that and the Phil. Sandeep Sen Comics, spelled like the word deep. And uh, Christiana Jackson, where uh, where do we find you at? I'm uh, incomparable Ms. C, MSC. Yes. She's a good follow, by the way. I will I will say <laughs> that. A lot of dick jokes, which I'm a big fan of. We all know that. Um, but before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, the simulation says we must end the podcast now. <laughs> or there'll be grave consequences. <laughs> <laughs>